This is Dave. This is Johnny. This is Duncan. This is Will. This is Caitlin. This is Blake. And this is Al. And we are iPodcast Magic Missile. Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile. So, uh, I went to a con this last weekend. The con was Forge Midwest, run by Willow Palachek and Tim Jensen. And if I'm pronouncing Willow's last name wrong, I apologize deeply. Um, it's one of those Polish names. Um, oh. <laughs> look. Cut that out, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's unfortunately going to be in. Um, but they, they do an awesome job every year, and uh, they only ask for enough donations, basically, for people to cover their costs. Um, people throw in what they want. Um, and it's a great con. There's a lot of people there that are in the indie games, not not just you know prominent games players, but there's prominent people who do podcasts, there's prominent game designers, there's prominent people who do layout and art and a whole bunch of other stuff. And it's um, it's it's just a really neat experience. It's like you're basically gaming with the top the top tier of the indie gamers in the Midwest, and it shows. Um, <clears throat> so. This year, I was fortunate enough to play Kingdom, which is the spiritual successor to Microscope, which we've demoed here. It's a neat game. We played as um, bandits in the Sheriff's Forest. so a little bit of uh, Robin Hood, although we kind of took it a step further and said that... Uh, so the characters were, I was Little Jane, who is a rather large farmer's wife who had left her husband to go banditing. Um, a brother and sister, the brother was a greedy bastard, the sister was a religious zealot, and then the druid of the old god. Um, so there, there was conflict between me, who was a Christian, and him. And it was a really interesting game. Um, I think the kingdom ended up surviving, but I abandoned them. Then I went back to the farm, because I felt guilty about leaving my family. Um, Would you be up for running kingdom at some point? Absolutely. I would absolutely love Troy Kingdom. Uh, it's a neat game. I actually like Microscope better, but it was really cool. The next thing I did that afternoon was I demoed... Okay, so Ellen and I are designing a game called Souls of Steel, and the pitch for Souls of Steel is basically it is a Apocalypse World, Apocalypse Engine game um, that simulates ace pilot military character dramas. We're talking um, fighter stuff like uh, Battlestar Galactica and the old Wing Commander games, but also stuff like Gundam Wing, stuff like... Um, the first half of Gurren Login, stuff like, you know, mech, mecha stuff. So you can do that, that, that sort of thing as well. It has the very much the, the military character archetypes. Um, and actually we're going to be demoing that today. We're going to be demoing that, uh, in a live AP. We're going to be demoing the, the alpha that I rent at Forge. Uh, obviously this will come out today and that episode will probably come out in several weeks, but you'll get a chance to see I, I it. I think they understand how time works. <sighs> Thanks, Al. <laughs> Timey-wimey and stuff. Look, it's all timey-wimey, whatever. Um, Joe Beeson uh, from Chicago ran a Monster Hearts team after that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I played... What did I play? I played a Fae. It, it, it had five players. I think it would have run better if it had only had four. It's hard to get five, five play people all interact with each other at once, but it was a fun game. Uh, the next day, I also in the early slot, I ran Souls of Steel again uh, for a different group of people. So Souls of, actually, no, Monster Hearts was in the early slot. Souls of Steel was in the afternoon slot, and the, the late night slot, um, I actually get to play my first LARP. 
So played a lot called the Tribunal. The Tribunal is a lot for five to twelve players. Uh, you are all, with the exception of the facilitator who plays the officer, you are all um, low-ranking enlisted people in the army of a totalitarian state. Um, basically, you're told that uh, someone in your unit, not, not one of the people present, is accused of stealing bread and will be executed. You are then told that uh, you are all to be interrogated regarding what happened, and you are all basically put in a room. And you have 45 or 90 minutes to just kind of talk about it. It's a prisoner's dilemma game. It is very, very cool. The other neat twist is that everyone is assigned a persona that's based on an animal. I was a wolf, so I was a big bully. Um, you know, that sort of thing. And it was a lot of fun. I spent a lot of time talking and being angry and yelling at people. Um, it was an amazing experience. We actually spent, we spent half, an hour and a half playing and about two hours talking about it afterwards. And it was a lot of people who had LARP at one point, but it was like Vampire LARP or whatever, or had never LARPed before. And everyone was really impressed by it. This is one of those Nordic Yeep form or Jeep form LARPs. Uh, so it comes out of that tradition. It's very, very... What tradition is that? So, familiar. okay, so the Nordic, Nordic LARP is a traditional LARP that's very much, uh, it's very, very, very close to improv. It's like improv without an audience in a lot mm. of ways. There's a lot of techniques they have. I don't actually know. I couldn't give you the deep, the deep rundown on it. I've never even heard the word, so. Okay. Well, they, <laughs> there was a catchphrase that they use that we go by Jeep, and that's where the Jeep form or Jeep form comes from. I don't know why. I guess it's supposed to be intense. Mm. But bleed is a huge part of that, so, um, you're supposed to really feel what your character's feeling. They, they use a lot of, um, of tricks and techniques. You can actually read up about it online. I can post some links. Sounds interesting. Please. And also, I, th- I think at some point we should do something. We should like totally that. do some. I'm in. Like ASAP. That's like awesome for a lot. It's like, it's like the thing that everyone in here kind of, well, most people here, yeah. I think, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about the idea of a LARP that is not me casting spells in a forest somewhere. I cast magic mm-hmm. missile. Lightning Which has ball. been my Lightning past ball. experience. Ball. Yes, so. exactly. Uh, but it was freaking awesome. And we, <laughs> well, like I said, we talked about it for two hours. We debriefed for two hours afterwards and it was, it was pretty amazing. Can I do a side, very quick aside Go on LARP? Sure. Just real, real quick. Um, a LARP, which actually looked vaguely interesting, maybe, is a, pictures of, from a Russian Fallout LARP that I saw. Mm. It was in Russia, specifically, because they have wide, empty spaces where there's nobody and lots of old, ruined Soviet buildings. Oh, yes. And there were people with full, homemade metal sets of Fallout-style power armor. Actual metal. Nice. Because they're Russians and they're crazy. There's a uh, there's <laughs> actually an uh, abandoned uh, holler somewhere within, it's like 30 or 40 miles of here. That a whole bunch of people go and do random stuff in. So if there, if we were going to do something that required a lot of space, we could do that. But we could even do something like this, where it's just a tight—you only needed one room, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I could. I mean, I could easily. If I can get my hands on the tribunal, I can easily facilitate for get as many, basically, round up as many people as we can. But five, I guess, five is sufficient. Yeah. The other one is a, the the one the other one that we're going to run is called the climb, which I think is actually an American freeform, which is a little bit different. Um, and that is for up to six people. So we can do that. And if, and I don't know if there's a facilitator there or not, I'd have to read it, but that would be one we could do with a small group. But the tribunal was, was pretty amazing. Um, I've heard some interesting stuff about the climb just on G+. Is that, who, who wrote that? Do we know? Was that Morningstar? It might be. Yeah, I think it was. I, I've certainly heard, seen posts from where he's either played or run it, but I don't know if he wrote it or is just like gung-ho about it. So, speaking of Jason Morningstar, the thing I did the next morning was played a little game called Love in the Time of, and then there's a weird word that's somewhat unpronounceable that he's changing the spelling of. Um, and uh, it is a story game. 
So the way it basically works is there's five characters. There's two princes, two princesses, and a queen, and they all have an agenda. Um, the princes are mean. The princesses, they're supposed to pair them up, supposed to save the kingdom, that sort of thing. The queen wants to get with one of the princes. Um, there is, there's two traits that each person has. Um, and then there's a number of locations. Each location has prescribed events. One prescribed event has to happen in a bunch of suggested events. So the idea is, on your turn, you set a scene that has to contain your character. The person on one side of you basically gets to interject anything in the fiction, including words in your mouth, dealing with um, your traits. And then the person on the left, or, or the other side, I, I don't remember which side is which, gets the sheet and flips it over and sees the events, and then can dictate events, including words in your mouth. And actions that you do. So there's a, not a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, player giving up narrative agency, which is really cool. Um, it's a little jarring at first. It also uses a, there's sort of these magic phrases like, do it differently, or, which is like, it's like X card, or yeah. I want more, which is like O card, or, uh, things like, that might not be so easy, which is like the challenge mechanic, like, you, somebody narrated something, it's like, well, I don't think so. And then when, whenever there's a challenge, you go to, uh, this game called Interest Buy, that's been around for a while. Um, basically, the cards that have like um, their improv phrases like "yes bot," "no bot," and there's like a little bit of an elaboration. So you randomize, you, you shuffle those up. You pull one, the the person challenged pulls one, and then hands it to a third player, who then has to interpret what actually happens based on. Whoa. Yeah, it's a really neat mechanic. The game takes like we I think we played it in like two hours easy, um, and there's evidently a number of games that work this way. It's just by was maybe the first. So yeah, neat game. Um, there may be, I, I think there's actually a number of other games like this that all sort of come out of the same game design group. So that was a really neat game. And then I read Scup in the afternoon, uh, with three players. We had, uh, Jen was playing a screw. We had a, um, gauntlet and we had an adept, which is a thing that I've only seen played once. And, um, they were all, so I, I wanted to kind of throw people right into a scenario. So basically I said, all right, the kings just died. You know, who are your patrons? You know, so the screw is working for the richest woman in town. The, uh, they're all women. Actually, all the successors were women. The, the adept was working for the smart daughter who wasn't in line for the throne, was probably going to end up on it. And the, the gauntlet was working for the dumb elder daughter who was, by law, supposed to inherit the throne, but probably not going to make it without the gauntlet cutting everyone else down. <laughs> the game ended with the gauntlet at one health and everyone else either dead or deeply screwed. So it was a good it was a good game of scup. Um, what else? Um, got a chance to meet the folks from the Walking Eye podcast. Really great folks. Uh, met Jen and Kevin. Um, Jen of the LARP episode fame. Um, if you've ever listened to that, that was actually the first Walking Eye episode I listened to. Uh, great people helped me play test uh, Souls of Steel. Um, got to just to meet just a, just a, just a lot of really amazing fun. People, as I do every year, it's a great time if you live in the upper Midwest or you can afford to travel, get yourself to Forge Midwest. It is, it is a great time. It is a small, intimate setting. And again, Will and Tim did a, an amazing job this year, as they, as they always do. We actually expanded to a third room for the first time, which is good because that third room was isolated and was good for LARPing. So that's, that's how that happened. Does anyone have any questions about what happened at Forge, what went on? Other than the fact that I'm really jealous that you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the other thing is that later on this month, and I will mention this, in Winchester, Virginia, one D four the one D four podcast is holding their own con, which is a similar format. Um, and there's certainly indie gaming gonna be going on there, and I would like to take a day trip 
up there. Uh, per person, entry fee is $20. If somebody can't afford, I will certainly help them out. Uh, it's just 20 bucks. So, um, and we should carpool up there. And when is that? Friday, April 25th to Sunday, April 27th. I figure we'll make Saturday a day trip, so we don't have to stay over in a hotel. So, okay. the 26th. The 26th, yes. Yeah, because Fridays, I don't have any classes, and... Yeah. She, you could just totally come, because it'd be fun. It'd be fun to all go up there as, as a team. It would be about as much time as if you were at the store all day for me. I, I might. Well, no, because it's a three-hour drive up to, three or four-hour drive up to Winchester, so it's going to be an all-day. It's going to be like a, like oh, a dog Oh, it's all-day thing? thing? Mm-hmm. Well, we could, we could stay overnight, but I'd prefer not to. Oh, well, in that case, that's the... Uh, just because then everyone would have to buy a hotel room. Yeah, then I'm yeah. not worried about that. Hey, we could just load the cats up. We'll just leave early. Yeah, we'll just, yeah and come home late. And I don't mind driving till the hours of the morning. I do that all the time. I expected it was a whole weekend. Well, no, I didn't want to go up for the weekend. I just this was just a let's do a day trip. The, the convention is a whole weekend. Yeah. He's talking about just going for one day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, right. then then I'm not worried about that at all anymore. All right, we'll either be there Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> Definitely after consulting with the the cast, and we will be in force. So um, if you want to meet the iPodcast Magic Missile crew and you live. Closer to Northern Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, perhaps. Go to 1D4Con. We will be there. We'll let you know somehow ahead of time. We'll put another one of these little public service announcements up on our feed. We're going to be here from this hour to this hour on this day. And you can meet us. All of our freaky-ass selves. (laughs) (laughs) True that. (laughs) Yeah. My ass is not freaky. (laughs) Pretty normal. Well, look at what you're wearing. He's not wearing that on his ass. That's true. His ass is probably pretty normal right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just it was normal last night. It's, it's just above ass. the ass is a little freaky. That's yeah, true. <laughs> that's that's a good way to describe well in general. But... Above the ass, I'm pretty freaky. You can quote me on that, kids at home. <laughs> All right. Dear, dear, sure. dear listeners. Oh, shit, I said it right by accident. <laughs> you fool. It, it doesn't... It, it, it Don't okay. insult the readers at home. <laughs> there you go, readers at home. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I get, that's that's going to be it. I'm going to cut it there and fade it out probably at some point in that last 15 minutes of faffing. Did I would love that for that hat? to be as the last thing what? and you Did cut out Did you knit that hat? No, this is Jen. Jen made this for me. It's pretty. I like it's it. It's pretty. Does he want to see it? I can wear it this way or I can wear it as a slap. This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I Podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.